Hey everybody, welcome back. We're on episode 10 of the Pickleball Diaries. We're a couple days removed from the uh, Pickle Party in St. Albert, where uh, me and Irene uh, played over the past weekend. Now we got into this tournament late, so we only had our mixed doubles, and Irene had her women's doubles uh, for this tournament. My knee was a little wonky, so I didn't bother going into the men's singles for this one, but I got some on-site uh, video and some updates from that, so let's jump right into it. Here we go. Hey everybody, we're here in St. Albert for the Pickle Party hosted by the uh, St. Albert Pickleball Club. Irene and I just finished playing our uh, 4.0 mixed doubles. Didn't have a great day today. We went, uh, lost our first match in three sets on the bracket, won our second one on the B side, and then lost a 16-14 to 14 game in our second game on the B side. So this is our first tournament in probably two years that we haven't podiumed. So a little disappointed with that, but all of them were really good games. Um, played some really, really good competition. Uh, we'll go over it more uh, in the recap for the end of the day um, and after the tournament's over, but we're going to come back here tomorrow and Irene and Meyer are playing in the women's 4.0, and hopefully they do really well then. All right, I'll check in with you guys later. All right, so we'll do a quick recap of the uh, mixed double. So me and Irene didn't podium first time since 2021 that we haven't made it to a podium in our uh, mixed doubles adventure here. Um, our biggest takeaway from that was, uh, now that I'm looking at it in retrospective is that we, um, we couldn't keep ourselves positive and that very first game we played, we beat the one team 11, two in the first set and we were rolling really, really well. Second set comes out, the other team makes an adjustment. We adjust to that, but then the adjustment played more into the other team's hands and we never readjusted. We were calling our timeouts at the proper time, but instead of really strategizing in our timeouts we were using it to kind of hype ourselves up to try and get keep ourselves motivated because we were getting a little bit down on ourselves um so we ended up losing that set um 11-9 it was still really close uh for that one and then we ended up losing the third set 11-5 went to the b side won our first match on the b side 15-10 and then we lost a nail biter game um in the set in the next one uh 16-14 so didn't make it to the podium that one, so a little bit disappointed. But the big takeaway I'm going to take from that is, and now that we've played at uh, the 4.0 level quite a few times now, is that we already know we have the skill. We already know that we can compete with all these teams because we're not getting blown out in any of these games. It's um, We're using our timeouts incorrectly, I'm finding. Instead of talking strategy, instead of talking, okay, what was working, what's not working, we're using it to hype ourselves up, and I've noticed now watching higher level play, watching pros play, is that um, they use every point. They're celebrating every single point. Like you see, like the um, when Ben John scores, or when Waters scores, or when Parento scores, they're always going yeah, or like they're fist pumping and stuff like that on every point, regardless of whether the other team served it into net or did a serve a short serve return. Um, they use the timeouts to talk strategy or to slow momentum down, but still talk strategy in there. What me and Irene uh, noticed that we uh, weren't doing is we were almost on pins and needles the entire 
game every time. So like we'd score a really good rally point. We might do a little fist bump, but we weren't elevating ourselves to keep ourselves in that positive headspace. So even then when we made a mistake, it affected us a lot more. It, like if you keep yourself high, you make that little mistake, it might drop you to here, but it's not going to drop you into the negative zone and let the other team take momentum. So that's something that we find that we're going to have to work on now. Irene's partner, Maya, is actually very, very good at always celebrating every single point. And, um, if you watch, I have the uh, entire gold medal game that they were in on uh, YouTube. If you watch that, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, going back to that, so what me and Irene are going to focus on, because our next tournament coming up will be the Alberta Provincials in Red Deer. And we got, uh, I think, two or three weeks to prepare for that. So we're going to go back and work our uh, work on our dinking game, work on our drills and stuff. We're going to um, do our, play our drop-ins with our club and stuff like that. But what I, And I was funny because we had a few, a few club members there. And what I was saying to them after uh, we got knocked out was you might notice me even in just um, pick-up club play, I might start celebrating a little bit more when I score a point because I'm going to try and beat that into my head and make it just a normal way of playing for myself so that way I'm staying positive so that way Irene does not have to worry about me getting down on myself she can focus on her mental side of it I can focus on my mental side and then we work together for strategy because like I said we're we're keeping pace with all these teams we're not getting blown out we're always close so the skill our skill level is there now it's keeping ourselves up fixing those small little mental mistakes, and then going from there. So my big takeaway from this weekend, um, like I said, even though it's disappointing not getting on the podium, that's going to happen as you move move up. You're not going to podium every single time. The best, th the best thing that can happen sometimes is losing and then learning from your mistakes. So as long as you learn from or take a lesson out of not getting onto the podium, there's uh, value to uh, the trip. So biggest takeaway we're taking out of that is keeping ourselves hyped up in the game that way when we do call our timeouts we can focus on strategy and what to work on um because yeah because like that first game we noticed a weakness in one of the players that first set we exploited it 11-2 we won so there's no reason we should have lost that game like i have no problem with that team making an adjustment and then keeping it close but we saw the adjustment, we slightly adjusted to it, but it played more into that other team's hands. So realistically, what we should have done then is when we called the timeout, instead of being, come on, let's go, let's keep the energy up and stuff like that, we should have been like, okay, our adjustment to their adjustment isn't working. Let's go back to do what we were doing before and exploiting that weakness. And then I'm pretty sure we would have pulled away with the victory and we probably would have went a lot further in that tournament. So that's my big takeaway from that one, and we'll move on now to um, Irene and Mai's uh, double match. All right, here we go. Hey, everyone. We're here back in St. Albert for the final day of the Pickle Party, hosted by the St. Albert Pickleball Club. Irene and Mai are just warming up right now. They're about to start their women's 3.0 division. Uh, it's going to be round robin. There's only five teams in it, so we'll uh, see how they start going, and uh, we'll update you from there. No, no, this is still the best. No losers in this match. That was just a lot of back and forth. You never knew who yeah. was going to win until the very end. So yeah, it was really yeah. well played. You guys came back after that first game and just started crushing it. So that was just no, awesome. Great awesome. Way to not fall apart. You guys really brought it to us. And it was exciting. I got so excited during the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is so good. Thank you. So, 
And both of you guys kept the composure through the whole thing. It was amazing how you both, all four players, really stayed in the moment. And I think each one of you before the match point had like three or four yourselves yeah. back and forth. And the other team always came back and were battling, defending, incredible. You two are a, bit, a new partnership, but not that new. Like you're, you're, no, it's like one year. Yeah, one, one year. year. Yeah, and you guys found each other. Like you're from uh, Red Deer, and you're from Peace River. Mighty Peace. Yes, yeah. so that's a great combination you got together. And so, where's what's your your background like? You guys have a lot of energy, and you're out there with a lot of oh. excitement. You're from. I play volleyball. Volleyball. Yeah. A lot of us play it up in the Volleyball Pickleball Center. We realize we can hear all that <laughs> a lot of the time too. So <laughs> That's great to see it. And how about yourself? Yeah, I play a lot of badminton. Badminton? Yeah. That's my game, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that was... And any thoughts to the keys to the victory there? Um, stay positive. Yeah, you do yes. that. <laughs> I was like, if there. somebody is like, especially if your partner is getting out of himself, keep them motivated to go out because it's a... This is team game, right? Yes, yes. So it's two of you to win the game. So you needed that partner yes. to come back or play with it. Well, both of you were great examples of team play there, and just great energy, a great display of football, and uh, proud there to have you part of our game. Congratulations, Lynn Silver. Thank you very much. Thank you. 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 All right, so as you saw there with the um, interview with uh, Pickleball Alberta President Kirk Jensen, uh, the big takeaway Irina I had from that amazing game was staying positive, never letting yourself get down, even if you lose that first set, pushing through. That was an amazing match by Irina Mai. They lost that first set 11-5, came back and won 11-6. Then that marathon of a third set, um, 14 12 at the end of it there that third set by itself was a half hour long so an amazing match if you want to see the full match in its entirety i have it on our youtube channel here that's uh um ag squared pickleball on youtube if you're watching on youtube it's probably the very next uh the previous video that's on here um if you're listening on the on um, a podcast channel uh go um go to the link um that's in all of our descriptions and find it there if you want to watch an exciting match both teams played amazing in this uh finals uh but uh, irene and i managed to pull it out and get out an insanely gritty win one of those ladies normally plays at 4.5 in the 50 plus category so she's an insanely good player so the fact that they managed to um, get uh, put their heads together, figure out what they were doing wrong in that first set, and then come out and just be relentless and come through in that win. That was an amazing match to watch. Um, the fan, uh, all the players who weren't playing started piling around. I wish I, I, I wish at one point I should have taken my camera and moved it around so you could see how many people were watching this match. There was a few uh, com comments in there by the time that third match was over. I was like, oh, this was the this was worth the price of free admission, right? Because it was such a good match to watch. Um, and yeah, the big takeaway, like I said, from uh, me and I, what me and Irene learned about our loss and what Irene and I implemented very very well was celebrating every single point. Like I said, you could serve it and the other team puts it right into the net, still give a bit of a yell. Like, yes, in lower levels, you probably don't need to do that, especially if you're moving up fairly quickly. But once you get into the higher levels where at that point it's anybody's game, you need to do something to keep yourself in that good mental space. That way, when it comes to timeouts or when it comes to a spot where you and your partner are trying to figure something out, 
you can focus on the strategic part of the game or what you need to focus on with that. You don't have to worry about keeping yourselves motivated. It's just keeping yourself constant. There's been a, um, a, I can't remember what the tennis player was, but there's this really good um, uh, shot where you're following the tennis player before he goes out into the court for this finals match, and his uh, trainer's talking to him. Now there's a bunch of profanity with it, but he goes, every, he goes, every point you score, I don't care how you score, he goes, you are celebrating, you are yelling, you are fist bumping. He goes, any any mistake you make, who cares? It's over. You're heading back to that line. You're starting it over again. So that's what my, Irene and Maya did. They pulled out that gritty win, and it was an amazing match to watch. So they are still, since they started playing together, still uh, have gold medaled every single time they've played together. So they're going to be the team to beat come provincials, I'm pretty sure. They're going to have some very co tough competition again. Uh, this division that they played in... Um, this weekend was really, really strong. You had some really, really good players. There was only like the one team where they kind of really blew them out of the water. Um, but every other match was, if not close points-wise, really, really good rallies, really good, really good firefights. So really, really great match. Uh, super proud of Irene, super proud of Mai. Um, they played awesome. So like I said, big takeaway from that, from that one was staying positive it seemed to be the theme after our loss uh on the saturday um coming on the sunday was maintaining that positive vibe in your head and with your teammate that way your teammate doesn't have to worry about you being down yourself you don't have to worry about your teammate being down yourself or you can hype your teammate up like if your teammate makes an amazing shot, you get me in the face like yeah great shot like stuff like that so it's that's what I took away from this weekend. Like, I didn't get a medal. Irene got gold. We had a few uh, club members. Shout out to Daryl and uh, Melina for getting uh, silver in their 3.0 mix. Uh, shout out to uh, Nicole and her partner, uh, Aaron, for getting gold in uh, their women's division. So we had some medals uh, for our uh, Mighty Peace Club team. So that was great to see. Uh, we got a few of us heading down to uh, Provincials. I think a few of them are heading to another tournament that me and Irene can't make. Um, so good luck to them with that. So, so yeah, that was really huge. And like I said, great tournament all around. Great, uh, big props to the uh, other team that Irene and uh, my played. It was a great match all around. All right, getting into the tournament review itself. So, um, starting with volunteers, great job by the volunteers. Uh, pickleball brackets was moving super, super quick. Um, not waiting very long for any match prompts. Um, the courts were all correct. Uh, big shout out to all the officials. Every game, at least from what I saw, was officiated, um, which is always my favorite thing at, at a tournament, especially when it's a sanctioned tournament, um, that you don't have to worry about um, keeping track of the score. You don't have to worry about all that other stuff. The ref is there to help you with that. If you're not sure of a call out by an opposing player, um, you can ask the ref. I know I did that actually a few times this tournament. Not that I didn't trust the other team's judgment. It was more so because the ball was so close, at least from my viewpoint, that I double-checked with the ref anyways. Um, it never hurts to do that. Uh, so big shout-out to the refs. Big shout-out to all the volunteers. Um, great turnout by the uh, St. Albert Club. There was a bunch, of player, uh, a bunch of members from the Spruce Grove Club, which is super close to St. Albert that were uh, refing and stuff as well. So um, great showing on that. The courts were beautiful. They have 12 courts there, um, and they're all a decent size. The sides are a little narrow. Like um, you can still ATP, but not quite as wide as like some of the bigger courts that we've played on. So, um, but other than that, the ball bounced really well. There was no major like faults and stuff. They were permanent nets. 
So all that stuff was really good. So if I'm going to give a rating for this tournament, like I said, we only played the mixed and Irene played the women's. And this was more so just because we got in late. I'd probably give this one eight and a half, almost a nine, um, just because it was so well run. Uh, you can tell these guys have uh, run this tournament before. All the games were refed by certified officials. So um, not much to complain about it um, there at all. Um, it was a really great tournament. I had lots of fun. Big shout out to all of uh, the winners, um, all the medalists and stuff from all the other clubs and from our club, of course, as well. And uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, going to that one next year. Hopefully we'll know our schedule a little bit better so we can book the entire uh, weekend. All right, so this is going to be a little bit of shorter podcast this week just because obviously we were only there for two days instead of the full three, and we only competed in the two events. Um, some quick uh, Pickleball Canada stuff, um, that news that just dropped today actually as I was recording this, is that um, Pickleball Canada has partnered with Myoflex. Um, they are like a pain relief uh, company, um, mostly I, I'm assuming a, a rub cream. Now obviously they probably uh, have more stuff than that, but that seems to be the big one that they're promoting for uh, Pickleball. They're going to be the main sponsors of the Nationals coming up, which me and Irene are going to be attending. So um, they'll probably have some samples there for us to try out. So I'll get, be able to actually give you a review on how well they work, especially if my knee is still a little bit wonky by then. So uh, the other uh, news that's uh, come up uh, in regards to the CNPL is uh, a bunch of the teams now have had um, their social channels pop up. So like you can go onto uh, Instagram and see like the Brewers one, the uh, Smash one, the Rush one. The um, Montreal team one, all those are all, um, I think all of them are up there now. Um, if not, there might be one or two missing, but um, go follow those. Um, like I said, the more support we can give this league, the better, because we want this to develop and become a full-fledged thing. Don't forget, the first event for them is uh, the last weekend in July. They're going to be playing in Guelph um, for their first um, Eastern split event. Uh, if you're in the area, definitely go buy tickets and go watch them. It's gonna, I'm going to take a guess and say it's going to be really, really fun to watch. I'm going to be watching it at home um, on their um, and watching their stream. I'm debating still if I want to do a live um, reaction or if I'm going to react to each match individually and then kind of do a review and compile all those videos into one big podcast at the end of it. So if you have suggestions about that, let me know. You can hit me up on the socials, Instagram um twitter i guess threads now as well um all of those are at gorms 1307 or you can leave a comment if you're watching the video here on our youtube channel ag squared pickleball i have links to all of those um in all of our uh, home pages and stuff like that um so yeah so uh we'll talk to you guys uh in a couple weeks when the uh, cmpl thing starts and uh, the next tournament for me irene will be the alberta provincials in red deer so we'll see you guys then stay tuned What a way to end it with an overhead smash, and not just an overhead smash, but a jumping overhead smash by Irene. So Irene and Andrew from East River, Alberta, gold medalists.